FM Talk Podcast. The following is a paid program. We're back, yeah. I can't even remember how to do this. Holy so cow. It's been two weeks. Just talk? Okay, all right. That's all. We had a snowstorm two weeks ago. We did. I was out of town a week ago. Here we are, two Here weeks we are. later. Yeah. Still there. Still there. Very good. Hey, my name is Michael Jones. I got Eric Robert, Eric Beto Robert, running the show. That's right. Has Beto announced yet? Is that a, is that official? I don't know, but I did see they have Kamala Harris action figures already out, so. Of course. <laughs> God. I just, when is it going to end? I it mean, never, it never ends. It it's, never ends. But it's, it, 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 is it just me or is it really, it just keeps devolving? Yeah, no, it gets worse every time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every time. Like you went back to like 2000, remember, well, 2000 itself, everybody thought it was crazy. that was terrible. Like, you, can't you can't get, get worse, worse than, than this. this. Okay, right. then 2004 happened. And we're like, oh my goodness. But you know, 2004, Wait, 2004 was relatively mild. But in it, in it, the animosity of the left, like you, because I, I remember that was shortly after the 04 election was when I started uh, at 97.1. Okay. And the absolute insanity. Was 2004 the Dan Rather releasing fake articles? But that, they, yep. they, and he knew they were true, even though they were the fake. The John Kerry Swift boating. Yes, right, and yes. then the, you know, the, the, on the uh, right, that's whenever there was, you know, kind of that conservative populism started rising up uh, in, in, Carl Rove had a masterful strategy to harness that to, you know, sneak out the reelection. But then 2008, it went off the rails. Yes. Yeah. That's because it seems like, to me, the media does a worse job every time. Yeah. Starting with maybe the Dan Rather yeah. fake memo of George Bush missing his, yeah. I don't even know what it was, uh, but they were able to determine he actually typed it on Microsoft Word, right. which wasn't around in the Vietnam I era. I wonder if he sought counsel from uh, Paul Manafort <laughs> Maybe he did. Yeah. Maybe he did. Or maybe Robert yeah. Gates. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Where was the uh, stormtrooper storming his uh, house oh, wait, at uh, I, four I'm in the morning? S- I'm sorry, Doctor Jones. I forgot. This is Ion Health. It's oh, a medical yeah. show. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, and hey, I do have a lot of medical stuff to talk about. Well, how did we even get talking about that? You know, oh, we just haven't seen oh, each other in a while. You brought up yeah. Beto, or I brought up Beto, I guess. Yeah, and then it devolved from there. It that's is right. devolving every year. It is. Maybe we're all going crazier. I, I just the. Uh, the Ocasio-Cortez stuff, I can't... Hey, if you remember, this show's been on a long, long time now, right? Uh, yeah. Six years, something yeah. like that. It used to be the intersection of healthcare and politics because when we started, that's right. when Obamacare was like, it was going. Right so, yeah. so, I mean, some yeah. politics is free reign. And one of the things I want to talk about today was because I heard it on a political show, okay. something that uh, the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ocasio-Cortez said... Yeah. And it had a minor health implication, so I wanted to <laughs> sure, sure. So you know, it's like a crossover there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But I also want to talk about this is a surprise to you, all right? Because we didn't really prep for this show. <laughs> surprisingly, I want to talk about soda. Mm, okay. What's the average American consuming? What does that do to our body? There are studies that show actually what the long-term health sure. risks are. That 
uh, of drinking soda. And that was because of a conversation I had with a patient who has diabetes. And I thought, okay, well, this is, uh, I think there's a lot of hidden things in, and also not just sodas, but like energy drinks sure, and these sure. like monster energies and things like that, that people think may be healthy for some reason. Right. And so, um, in talking but to a patient, vitamin B, that makes it healthy now. That's right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> right. yeah. Vitamin B plus 18,000 grams of sugar. Yeah. It's healthy, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, just a conversation with a patient. Um, you know, uh, diabetes is one of the leading cause of blindness, so right. I have to see diabetics relatively routinely to, to rule them out. And in someone with diabetes, I would have thought that these discussions about simple traps to avoid would sure. come up at some point over the last 10 years of them having diabetes. Yep. But the look of surprise uh, when I mentioned, you know, hey, what are you doing with, so what are you drinking? Right. Are you getting right. sodas in? I mean, it was almost like a shock. So um, there are some new studies out that show what soda does, and I'm not going to be a nanny. I am not like that. Anything in moderation is fine. I'm just talking about, like, these people yeah. that are drinking three or four sodas or, like, a liter bottle every every day. Yeah, well, that's one of the challenges that we see with, you know, just managing your health and your lifestyle so you feel good. And, and it's there's a huge segment of the population. I think before doing this show with you over the last six, seven years, I don't think I grasped how little the average yep. American really knows about just like baseline nutrition, baseline fitness and, and things like that. Uh, but then on the other side, you've got the people that are like it dogmatic, almost religious right. with their convictions on things. When in actuality, there's just a few really simple, things. simple things. Yeah. I mean, that's why we like, we have Mike Jottis here from fitness edge yeah. and his recommendations are always simple things. These are yeah. not uh, earth shattering things. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I, that's what I want to talk about, but it doesn't mean that I'm completely demonizing soda and you can never have another soda again. Yeah. I don't drink any alcohol. So sometimes at the end of a long day, I treat myself to a Sprite or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it a diet pepper? Or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, so, um, I'm not preaching about it, but I do want to let you know, there are some long-term like health consequences and simply the amount of soda we drink as Americans is pretty crazy. And we, we've done many shows on this obesity epidemic, yep. this diabetes epidemic, and uh, this is probably part of it, sure. is the accessibility of these sugary drinks. So we're going to hit on Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> and some controversial <laughs> comments. Yes. Uh, shocking. Yes. Right. And then we're going to hit on uh, soda consumption. <laughs> That's right. This will all be right. all over the place. But another patient was talking to me this week and asked, what were we doing on the show this weekend? And I yeah. said, I think this is one where we're going to just. We're going to figure it out. And he said, hey, some of those are your best shows. Yeah, I, I, said, I oh, actually agree. Okay. All right, well, maybe. I actually agree. <laughs> I think we. I think whenever we get to you know get some things off our chest that yeah, we've right. been holding back for a while. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Um, oh, hey, before we go to the first break, I do want to mention, well, we're going to mention several friends on the show today. Sure. Um, for instance, you have an experience at Fitness Edge. Maybe yeah. we could talk yeah, a little absolutely. bit about that. And Fitness Edge is always a big part of the show. Also, I want to remind everyone the seasons are getting ready to change yeah. whether we, whether it looks like it or not. I believe yep. that this climate instability will lead in a couple of months to warmer Rapid weather. Rapid warming. <laughs> Rapid warming. Grass probably yeah. will start growing again. Leaves, flowers, Crazy. things Buds like on that. trees. Yes. I'm going to guess. Yeah. So if you're looking to maybe update your wardrobe for the spring, uh-huh. you got to check out our friends at Dakota Grizzly, right? Remember, Best this is low. T-shirt yes. in my closet is a Dakota Grizzly t-shirt. T-shirts. And I love their uh, short sleeve, like button up, almost like Hawaiian type shirts. Yeah, They're yeah. great. They fit great. And remember, it's a local company. 
It's always nice to support local companies, but it's pretty cool. It's dakotagrizzly.com. Check them out. They've got great stuff. And you could, like, update your whole wardrobe going into spring. There you go. Spring springs, and then you put the new clothes on. You know what? Whenever I switch into, uh, you know, finance mode, I'm going to start wearing, you know, just real subtle Dakota Grizzly shirts underneath the dress shirt. Okay. Just a little hint. Oh, okay. All right. There's something going on there. Maybe see through. That's right. Nice grizzly bear there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So- I mean, it sounds like maybe we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to go all over. The only way you're going to know is if you hang on through this first break. So hang on. We're going to um, play some commercials. We come back. We'll have more Eye on Health after these words. All right. Welcome back. It's Eye on Health. Every Saturday from 10 to 11, we're here on 97.1 FM News Talk talking about your health, things important to your health. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, we have a local uh, healthcare practitioner, Sitting next to us, uh, talking about the latest and greatest, and boy, do we have a lineup coming up over the next couple of months. We do some of the the great uh, old standbys. I was that are talking awesome. to Dr. Shortino this morning. We're going to get some dates oh, locked yes, down great. with him, Good. Steve Harvey. Yes, uh, just we've got a whole whole bevy of them. And by the way, if you want to listen to any of those old shows, um, you can find them on the ninety seven one FM News Talk website or on our website, which is ionhealthradio.com. They mm-hmm. should all be listed out there, so you can listen to them. Um, and uh, and find out what these great people are going to say. But today, it's just me and you, man. That's right. <laughs> I, you know what? I really enjoy these these shows. That it was just for the listeners' edification. Doctor Jones and I get about ninety minutes each week to talk. An hour That's of which true. is on the air, right? You know, uh, uh, but w- whenever we get to do this, it's fun. Yes. All right. So, can I tell you a story about uh, my last week? Yes. Okay. Let's, let's lay it out there. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know, Doctor Shaw. We've had Doctor Shaw yes. from ENT right, Sleep right, Associates right, right, right. on yes. a couple yes. times now, uh, and uh, I've got to tell you. Oh, you, you know, you know, my allergies are out of control. I get these sinus infections. Yes. Last Thursday, I went in. Okay. Did the balloon sinuplasty. Okay. okay. So that's the for for listeners. That's where uh, it's the new version of sinus surgery. Way less invasive. It's an in-office procedure. Took about thirty, maybe forty okay. minutes. All right. Um, a week later, I just I remember on Thursday of this week, I took a breath in, and it was the first time everything was cleared up. Most you know, yeah. mostly done completely different yeah you even sound different um yeah you've had terrible sinus problems for years yeah yeah <laughs> that's why we keep bringing ent's on the show. that's right that's Hoping right someone will fix it okay so did it hurt when he did it, it well i mean you're on volume and, oh, okay. and all sorts all right. of stuff so now um apparently i set a follow-up appointment that i had no recollection of <laughs> that's good uh, after it was over um now they have talked about some people that have had the chronic sinuses mm-hmm. having just that that moment where it's just like this is how I'm supposed to be feeling my yeah. whole life. Yeah, which be- which I think I had half of that moment so far because actually when I went in for the surgery, um, it, it was I would I knew I had a sinus infection coming. You, you know, could feel like it I, a yeah. few days before I was yeah. like, uh oh, and it was all inflamed and stuff. So uh, it, that's that's all calmed down as well as the uh, surgery itself. And now it's like I'm getting to be like, holy cow, this. Yeah, this and uh, we'll have Dr. Shaw back on again. Yeah, because um, uh, he was a great guest. His practice is fantastic. That that office is gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, so, what's the name of his practice? Again? ENT and Sleep Associates. ENT and Sleep Associates, Shiloh, Illinois. It's yep. actually right down from Victory. Yeah, right. That's yep. right. Right down from Victory. They have offices all over uh, the Metro East area. I guess. Yep. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Well, good. I'm glad you finally got it done. You've been talking about it for years. Yeah. Yeah. Now maybe your allergies, even though you know you'll probably still have some allergies. <clears throat> Maybe they won't bother you quite as bad. Well, that, you know? That's the big. That's my big task for follow up is going back to Doctor Kahigal and Ander, 
getting back on the wagon with my allergy shots and getting that under control because it'll be better. But until the allergies, you know, are you truly under control, right. you're going to deal with stuff. Well, sure, yeah, you'll still have some symptoms, but you won't have that terrible sinus impactions that you were getting. I mean, it was really bad. Well, that's cool. Well, we'll get him back on, including uh, the rest of the lineup that we talked about. I mean, uh, that's great. So check them out. That's ENT and Sleep Associates uh, in the Metro East. Um, We'll put a link on the website. And and just for for everybody to know, it took a week for everything to clear up. I was only out of work for one day. I was right back at it on Friday. Oh, okay. So you just took off the day that you had it done, and then you didn't have to miss the next day or anything. Yeah, It really is that easy. Some weird part of me thought I was going to work that afternoon, and then that (laughs) that didn't materialize. That doesn't surprise me. Right. (laughs) Right. Doesn't surprise me. Um, Hey, also, you you worked out of Fitness Edge this morning, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had my first workout with new trainer this morning. uh, So hold on. We've had these great guests on our show. Yeah. For like six or seven years, yeah, and you're just now starting to go to them. Well, you know, it's been a, it's been a busy six <laughs> or seven oh, okay. years. All right, no, no, it's this one of uh, one of the things over the last several months I've realized is as life gets busy. You know, I work here at the station. I, I, I work with uh, uh, in another field during the week, and um, if you don't prioritize your health and make it happen, you start falling apart. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just is literally I turned thirty. Yeah, and I started falling apart. Yeah, shoulders started hurting, like all yeah. this stuff. And I'm like, this never happened before. And I remember, I remember you talking about yeah. that with forty. Yeah, and I'm like, oh no, it happened before forty for me too. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like, if I don't get this under control, yeah. I got a long road to hoe here. So yeah, that's great. That's what we're well, doing. Great, good. Get it, get everything back on track. Always easier to fix it early than waiting for it to get so far gone, like it was with me. Yeah. And then it's a hard, hard go to get it back. Yeah, I so. mean, if you don't get it under control, you might wind up like one of those people in Alabama with ringworm. That's right. Yes. Okay. So you heard about this, right? I heard about this. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I can never remember her name. I know uh, it's Alexandria AOC. <laughs> Acacia Cortez. She she has some great sound bites. She really does. She really does. As a as a master of the new media age, <laughs> yeah, right. you know. Now yeah. they're seldom right. Yeah. But she has some great sound bites. Yeah. So I heard this sound bite. I want to say it was around Wednesday. She was at a conference um, talking about, uh, you know, her big thing, uh, she's basically a socialist. Her big thing was that because, uh, wait, it's immoral that America America allows billionaires. It's immoral that America allows billionaires. Yeah. And then the other half of that quote, I'm sure almost everyone the, heard the, that quote. Everyone heard, Just that they allow billionaires. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. she's, I mean, you uh, can read the quote. The fact that America allows billionaires is, amo- is immoral. The, the other half of that was because in Alabama <laughs> we have poor people that have ringworm. Yeah. That was the reason to completely change our entire economic system of being yeah. in America. The capitalist system right. needs to be completely overturned yeah. because of ringworm. <laughs> there, there's... There's so many fallacies here. That <laughs> there are. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So many. S- Let's start with the ringworm. Okay. So okay. <laughs> what, I, what I was saying, right? No, uh, it's I a mean, health yeah, show. We could go into the whole. Uh, you know, we've talked about. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, just uh, you, you can only take so much money from so many That's people right. at some point, right? Uh, if you take money from a billionaire, he's probably just going to move those assets somewhere else where well, they're not going to take said and, money. And there's 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 a fundamental you know supposition here that 
billionaires don't contribute to society right. and that when they have That's their right. wealth invested, it's not funding jobs That's and right. companies. They bury and, it in their backyard yeah. or something yeah. like that, right. Um, and let's not forget billionaires like mm, Bill Gates, who donates many of Warren his billions. All right. these, yeah. <laughs> these people usually, when they get to that point, are are actually very, uh, you know, most of them very you know, benevolent with their money. Absolutely. But she's of the of the mindset that the government could do better with that money than that person could do with that money. So that's why she said it. But to overturn our entire system yeah. and become Venezuela, yeah. because some people have ringworm, yeah. I think she's confused about what ringworm is. Can you just, can you edify us on that? Well, so what is ringworm? Why should we care so much? I think it's some sort of like deadly parasite maybe. You know, there are these these worms that get into our body, sure. these tapeworms and things like that that yeah. cause a terrible intestinal diseases. And yeah. yes, if not properly treated, can cause severe disability. Um, but even those sorts of parasites have treatments nowadays. Right. You give a pill, it kills the worm, you crap the worm out, and you're, everything's yeah. better. So even those things are, sure. are fixable. But ringworm is not even that. Yeah. It's not. What, what, what is it? I have survived <laughs> the deadly scourge of wingworm, ringworm. You're one of them. My 10-year-old my has survived the deadly scourge of ringworm. It's a like a fungal infection um, that gets on your skin, yeah. no different than... Is uh, it even a worm? No, it's a, it's it's a, a fungus infection. on your skin, yeah. right. Like, it's in, uh, you do a topical application, it's right? It's exactly right. You take some antifungal cream. Most of it you can just get over the counter. You spread the antifungal cream on the rash that you get and yeah. eventually goes away. Now, if it's on the head, uh, sometimes the doctor's got to prescribe medicine for that if it's on the head. But if it's just uh, the, the tinea corporis, which is just on your body, then you usually just use a cream. And it's very common, let's say, in wrestlers who sure. are wrestling around on a mat, yeah, and it gets yeah. on the mat, and then yeah. it gets on you. What happened with one of my kids was in their baseball team, they were all all sharing like one or two batting helmets, and one kid had it. He puts the batting helmet on. The next kid puts it on. You get it. So it's extremely contagious. It yeah. goes around like that. But this is not some sort of uh, society-ending uh, <laughs> infectious disease that we have to uproot our entire economic system. I don't know if you've convinced me, Dr. Jones. <laughs> we may need to lock him up. It just, it just was so funny l- listening to it. And with, the, with the, 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 the way her voice came out, she was so sure of herself. Yeah, yeah. And she was so confident yeah. that she could fix the ringworm problem in Alabama by taxing billionaires, or I guess, I don't know. She says they're immoral. Maybe we don't need to tax them. Maybe we just need to take them out and shoot them. I don't know. And then just confiscate well, I mean, all their money. Immoral, I, maybe we just need to give them a good talking to. I don't, I don't know. And at what point does it become immoral? Who draws the line? Yeah. And meanwhile, by the way, she's jetting off to the Sundance Film Festival this weekend to watch her own documentary. But there's no billionaires at the Sundance Film <laughs> yeah, Festival. None. No. None whatsoever. No. None. But anyway, ringworm. Folks, there's no reason for us to become a socialist country over ringworm. I think we can get it under control. Tapeworm's different story, though. <laughs> I'm drawing the line. <laughs> no, hey, even even tapeworm in this capitalist sure. system that we have forced drug companies to come up with medicines to kill that tapeworm. Even tapeworm is fixable now. There you go. Okay, hey, so that's it. There that's you go. It. We're gonna hey, we got to go to commercial. When we come back. We'll have more eye on health after these words. All right, welcome back. Hope you had a good break. Yeah. We'll play and some. And you th- know, it's it's late January. Yeah. Feels like it. It is. Right? Yes. But you know, we're only five weeks away from March. That's okay. not so bad. Okay, you get to early March, get daylight savings time back. Yeah, right. Sun's out later. Yes. 
by the end of March, it's going to have to warm up some. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So, Hey, I was reading this, by the way. January 12th is the date that most people give up on their New Year's resolution. <laughs> um, I guess this uh, company called Strava, which I think um, they have wearables and they, before, they track... Yeah. By, by, I guess, tracking all their customers' data, which sure. that's a whole other show right yeah. there. <laughs> um, they said that most people give up on their resolution by January 12th. Oh, 80, 80% give up by January 12th. Wow. <laughs> you can't even wow. make it two weeks on your resolution. Wow. No, that's funny. I got I to tell you, have you ever read the book The Power of Habit? Uh, no, but you would talk about it all the time. Yeah, it's why every time we talk about, about resolutions. Yes, yeah, right. it's and and here's the thing: if you're one of those people who found yourself you you've already you know hit the shore with your New Year's resolution or whatever it is, go pick up that book. All right, doesn't matter what time of year you read it or what time of year you start. It's about how do you build habits in your life one step at a time. Yes. you don't have to boil the ocean here. Yeah, right. <laughs> and 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 if you take that approach, the change that you can impact, whether it's in your health, whether it's in your professional life, your personal life, over the course of six months, just with little steps that you, yeah. you take. Absolutely mind Yeah, I think that's a great, if you can make something a habit um, and not force yourself to have to do it, yeah. that's how it works, right? Yeah. Um, and remember, we did a show a few years back about why do we make resolutions at New Year's and yeah. it dated back to the Romans or something like that. You can make a resolution at any time, it's right? It's so weird. And if you're, if you're going to say, okay, it's February, I'll just wait till next January yeah. to change. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just do it now. I made it about a week into the new year. I had a whole plan lined up. Yeah. And it's not so much resolutions, just like I plan out, like, this. these are the yeah. things I want to accomplish this year. Within a week, it got blown up. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, it's like, sure. oh, that yeah, all right. went to crap. Yeah. That's, that's all right. Reset but don't that give plan. up. That's right. You got to reset. Okay, so now I'm going to throw some questions at you. Sure. How much soda... Do you think the typical American drinks? I'm going to uh, just regular soda. Regular, non-diet. Non-diet. Regular soda. Any type of soda. Okay. Uh, 20, Mr. Pibb, Coke. I'm going to say 20 gallons, but with an important caveat okay. that that has a highly skewed average because soda drinkers drink a lot of soda. And then there's, some and then there's a whole lot of people that. who are non-soda drinkers. Okay. All right. Take those caveats in. Get ready for it. Yeah. The average American is drinking 45 gallons of soda every year. Let's just do a little math on that. 45 gallons of soda every year. That's 375 pounds of soda that pass through your system. That's 2,880 ounces. And if you divide that by 12, that's 240 cans of soda. 240 cans all of a sudden sounds more reasonable. It does, yeah, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's... That's a lot. When you say it in gallons, all of a sudden you realize those 240 cans. Now, if that was gallons of any other fluid, we'd be okay. But you know that soda is loaded with sugar. Yeah. So how many, how much sugar do you think that is? And let's go in, in pounds. Oh, you know, in pounds of sugar. Uh, 18 pounds. I have 20, 20 pounds of sugar well, in one year. It was closer to that. Just from soda. Yeah. It's by the way, if you're doing 100 calories a can, which okay, seems to yeah, be about right, the right yeah. rate, that's 24,000 calories. The average American gains 26 pounds a year just from soda. What is it? Uh, how many how many calories are in a pound of fat? <laughs> I don't know. What, Isn't what that is like this, 20 questions? Is like I think it's. Hey, <laughs> I was you're asking doing you to, the question. You're doing it to me. <laughs> Turning the tables here. I, I want to say it's somewhere uh, between three and four thousand. So I'm doing by four thousand. That's six pounds of 
just fat. Just fat, right. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. 26 pounds. The average American gain, based on these numbers, gains 26 pounds wow. in a year just due to soda consumption. So, And then year one, then year two, now you're 50 pounds up. I mean, it just keeps sure. going up and up. So it really is kind of a, a, a hidden... It's a trap because so, I think a lot of people don't aren't aware of it. You know, we're talking about the sugar and the calories, and you know, I think that's the most obvious right. detriment to soda consumption. But what what are the other things about right. soda consumption? And that's just that, a, and that's what I want to talk about because yes, there's a, it is a, a it's a calorie trap and a sugar trap for sure. And by the way, folks, we're just talking about regular soda. We have actually done a show on the diet sodas with the um, sugar substitutes. We've already done that show. Maybe we should revisit it again. That's a whole other set of problems with yeah. the sugar substitutes. You actually end up gaining more weight when you intake those diet foods because of what it does to your insulin and your pancreas and yeah. all of that. Yeah. I mean, I know we hit on that before, yeah. but... It, and maybe we should touch on that yeah. again. But let's just talk about just regular soda here. Um, I wanted to go through... there. There's There's been multiple diseases linked to it. And again, I'm not being a nanny and saying you can never drink it. Everything in moderation is fine, but... Let's talk about some of these things that maybe you wouldn't think about. So number one, liver disease. Really? Okay. Now, if you if you think about what we've just been saying about all the fat, um, fat buildup around the organs can increase as much as 25% wow. when you intake this much soda, and that can lead to even double the amount of normal fat that grows around the liver. And this type of fat is dangerous to the liver. And it can cause dysfunction of the liver. And they have been done studies that show when the liver, when that, when the li- fat, liver, fat around the liver goes up by double, the risk of the liver disease skyrockets. Wow. It goes up. So liver disease may not, may not be something you think about when you're drinking soda, but if it's packing on all this extra fat on your body, particularly fat around the organs, and that fat's accumulating around your liver, there you go. And there's a common um, disease called fatty liver, right, where mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. liver actually infiltrate or the fat actually infiltrates into the liver, and that's a whole other issue. So yeah. here's one thing: there's a study that shows excess soda consumption can actually cause liver disease. Wow, is that surprising to you? <laughs> I, you know, I, I guess liver disease wouldn't been wouldn't have been at the top of my list for expectations, yeah. but when you know when you think about the fat implications, it makes perfect sense. This one made a little bit more sense to me, and that's heart disease. Yeah. And they've categorized this as in, gen, quote, unquote, generalized heart disease. Um, it, there's actually multiple studies linking it to increased cholesterol, and we're yeah. talking about the bad cholesterol, LDL, increased triglyceride levels, increased blood pressure, and you know everyone's kind of aware of how those things interact sure. and play with, uh, with heart disease. The increased um, sugar then increases your body weight, and here we are back again with with the increased body weight. And the thing is, this was shocking to me. As little as one soda per day, I'm talking regular soda, one soda per day, they define that as one can, which is, what is a can, 12 ounces? 12 ounces. 100 100 calories. One soda per day increases the risk of developing something called metabolic syndrome, which we'll talk about in just a second, increases your risk of metabolic syndrome by 50%. Wow. 50%. 50%. Now, metabolic syndrome, we've talked about it when we have victory on here. It's this, it's this vicious cycle of you gain abdominal fat, mm-hmm. and for men, then your testosterone drops. Right. And as your testosterone drops, you gain more abdominal fat. Yep. And because you gain more abdominal fat, your testosterone drops <laughs> right. even more, and it just keeps adding, and that's what a metabolic syndrome is. One soda a day... 
<laughs> Bob Stockdale's out there shaking his, his 32-ounce soda. <laughs> One soda a day increases your risk of developing metabolic syndrome by 50%. That is wow. shocking to me. Yeah. But, you know, we've had victory on here. Um, Dr. Hatch, Hatchet. Dr. Hatchet, yeah. Specifically, and this probably goes back two years ago, and we were pondering what is going on with this is um, epidemic of metabolic syndrome. Mm-hmm. Men in their early uh, uh, f- early fifties to mid forties who have huge amounts of d- abdominal fat, horrible yep. testosterone levels. It's an epidemic. Yeah. Well, here you go. This study shows that one can of soda increases your risk by half. That's well, as startling. A, as a parent, I'm seeing this as well with you know with, with not just my kids but but kids across where the, you know you've got this childhood obesity epidemic and. Um, what is normal for whether it's pa- prepackaged food consumption or soda or whatever? It, it broadly, it it is fundamentally different than when you and I were young, which was fundamentally different from when our yeah. parents' generation earlier were young. And uh, it, you you have to wonder if this is what we're seeing in forty and fifty year olds today, which is shocking because this is the sort of stuff you wouldn't see till the sixties and seventies before. You're going to start seeing potentially Who people knows? in their thirties. Who knows? You know, like. Yeah. The childhood diabetes epidemic is is really crazy. And if you get diabetes, even the beginnings of it, before age 15, it takes an average of 20 to 27 years off your life expectancy. So you're right. I mean, this is hitting our generation now. What on earth is it going to look like when these youngsters are this age? Yeah. Who knows? So anyway, metabolic syndrome increased 50%, um, and that's trouble. So we've got liver disease and we've got heart disease. Um, how about stroke? Stroke. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would not have expected that either. One study found that drinking one serving of soda a day, yeah. which again, one, they can, they classified as one can, 12 ounces, uh, was associated with a 10% r- increased risk in stroke. And what's, what's the driving risk factor there? There probably is the blood pressure issue, okay. but of course, cholesterol and all of that, sure. it all kind of adds up. But you got, I guess you got to think if it's going to cause heart problems, that's eventually going to lead to stroke problems down the road. But once one can a day associated with a 10% increased risk in stroke. Yeah. So when someone's saying, what can I do to maybe lower my chance of getting one of these debilitating things like heart disease or yeah. uh, metabolic syndrome or God forbid a stroke? Well, right. this is a modifiable behavior. Sure relatively easily modified to to drink less soda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, now the, the number 4 I think we all are aware of this and that's diabetes. Sure. Diabetes. I mean that's a no, almost a no-brainer with the amount of sugar that's in there. It's a no-brainer. There's several studies including a study that links to children just like mm-hmm. you said and this study is uh is pretty uh sound. It's based on a, a large population um, that shows that drinks sweetened with high fructose corn syrup increase the risk of diabetes, especially in children. Really? Yeah. So that one seemed like a no-brainer. The, the next one is a no-brainer to me, too, which is kidney stones, kidney disease. Yep. Um, kidney stones are very common, and what we learned in medical school, one of the most common causes is drinking too much soda. Interesting. <laughs> I was not surprised by I, that so, one. So again, I, but I am. I, I don't know. What, what about soda? Is it the carbonation? Is it What, what causes a kidney stone there? Um, the acid, they think. It's okay. the acid that's in it um, that, uh, because, you know, it's, it's, it's acidic. Yeah, soda is a yeah. very acidic thing. Um, they think it's that plus the levels of sugar that are in it. Sure. Yeah. Also, the thing with... Um, 
with these sodas that we haven't really mentioned because they're caffeinated, yeah. sometimes that can lead to dehydration, and dehydration sure. can also lead to kidney stones. So I really wasn't surprised by that one. And but nothing on that list gets to the dental implications. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> sure. We're not, that, that's not even on this list. Yeah. Um, so if you're someone who gets frequent kidney stones, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you're looking for a modifiable behavior, I'm sure your doctor has talked to you about proper hydration with water, yeah. not with soda. So let's say you're somebody who just, you, you love your can of Coke or whatever a day. All right. This is a habit. That's something you've been doing for a long time. Uh, per your, you know, first statement, anything in moderation is reasonable. What do you consider moderate, fully leaded soda? I know. I don't know, man. I'm no expert. I'm just. I'm just yeah, reading I would think. Out. Well, maybe if you're doing one a day, maybe I if would you can bring it back to two or three a week. Yeah, at least I mean, to start. I would have thought. Well, I would have before I researched for this show. I would have thought one a day was moderate. Right, or, right. You know, I thought that was a moderate amount. I because I see people drinking five cans of soda a day. Yeah. I would have thought one a day was fine. But some of these studies are based on. One can of soda a day, which is very important. Note that the studies are are focused not on diet sodas. Everything I've read so far has been based on regular soda. The the good point. Yeah, diet soda has a a whole nother issue. Now, diet soda does still have the caffeine in it. It does still have the acidic properties. So the kidney stone issue would probably still be there. And then we've also mentioned these sweeteners do have their own set of problems. And different from sugar, and studies have shown diet soda drinkers gain just as much, if not more, weight as regular soda drinkers. Interesting. But what I what I can't tell you based on these particular studies is, does the diet soda do the same thing to your your heart disease right. and all of that? Because these studies were based on regular soda. And what what I'll be really maybe we'll do a little searching on this during the break. But um, you know the the new uh, fad with the sparkling waters. And, uh, and maybe that's has staying power. I don't know if those have any acidity to them. I know they're, you know, ostensibly zero calorie and, and that sort of thing, but, uh, how that oh, ranks. The, I mean, especially those that are not, um, flavored with high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know any of them that are, are yeah. that are, I think they're, they use natural, natural fruit juices to kind of flavor them. Yeah. I mean, I would say those are probably light years better than soda, but one I don't would know. Think. Yeah. 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 Um, this one, before we go to break, this one was really scary to me and that's sure. pancreatic cancer. And the reason pancreatic cancer is scary is once you get it, it's like a death sentence. Yeah. There's very few people outside of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, apparently, who can't survive, who can survive pancreatic cancer. Yeah. yeah. And this one was crazy to me because we're just talking about moderation. Right. Listen to this study. Drinking as little as two sodas per week doubles your risk of getting pancreatic cancer. Wow. <laughs> I... <laughs> That's crazy. Which is, I mean, right. So you talk, what is moderation? Well, yeah. I would have thought that's perfectly. I mean, in, 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 in pancreatic cancer, to your point, is one of its, you know, in, in the classes of cancer, all of which are, you don't want, you know? Yeah. Uh, pancreatic cancer just, it's, right. yeah. is it worth it's the, the scary risk? One, and so right. every, when you're picking up that soda and you're thinking, <laughs> is this worth doubling my risk? I don't want to well, ruin everyone's Saturday here, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that was it. Hey, we got to go to break here. Um, stay tuned. We'll come back. We'll talk more about your health. When we come back, more Eye on Health after these words. All right. Welcome back. And we so we, uh, over the break, looking things up. And caller Jim, you're exactly right. Oh, he dropped. <laughs> he dropped. Jim yeah. dropped. But Jim was going to call in to make a, a valid point. Yeah. 
doubling your risk of pancreatic cancer. It's still extremely rare. Sure. So it sounds dramatic when we say doubling. And when you start looking at the numbers, it's still a pretty minuscule risk. But yeah. Thank well, you, Jim. We were going to make that point. But yeah. to be clear, you know, it's 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 uh, what you say is two percent of cancers yeah. are uh, pancreatic cancer. Yep. You know, so when you're when you're dealing with even small risks, but you're talking about risks that have basically an end game, you know, outcome for your life. Yes. Uh, going from one to 2%, well, that's one in a hundred, two in a hundred. Now, I don't know if those are the actual figures though. It might be 0.1 and 0.2%. I don't know. Yeah. You know, we, we, we need to look into that. Yeah. Right. But uh, valid point, Jim, yeah. point taken. We found that when yeah. we were over the break and agree. It's still I bet a- if it were actually one to 2%, You'd you'd be seeing some lawsuits or something, you know. Like, yeah, like, right. That's that's a pretty material portion of the population. Yeah, um, but remember, that's two percent of all cancers. Yes, not two percent of the population. That's right. Two percent of all cancers are pancreatic. So going from one percent of all cancers to two percent, I mean, it's still it's still a minuscule risk, but it's there. That's why I'm saying I'm not trying to be a nanny here and tell you you can't ever drink soda. I'm just letting you know some of these hidden facts that I was surprised by. I think we should all be aware of the. Um, the the what we're putting into our body the effects that they do have and sometimes there are hidden things that we don't think about and hey real quick we're running up against the end of the show but i also did want to touch a bit on these quote-unquote energy drinks yep because i have some people that say well the energy drinks must be healthier than soda right yep because they're in a longer can or something (laughs) and they have b vitamins in them yep um listen to this i i found this and i was pretty surprised by this myself how much caffeine do you think is in one of those energy drinks? In one of the energy drinks? Like a monster energy or I don't want to pick on that. 120 milligrams. 500 milligrams of caffeine. 500 milligrams? The equivalent of five cups of coffee. As I was going to say, a cup of coffee is normally about 80 to 100 milligrams. And the recommended amount, total amount you should get in a day for an adult is 500. Yeah. And you can get it from one of those cans. And the other thing you got to look out for, some of those cans are actually two servings. They, you think yeah. it's one serving, but yeah. if you look on the back, it's actually two servings. So what can that much caffeine cause? Well, irritability. It can sure. cause digestive problems. Um, it can make you feel like you got to go to the bathroom. The shakes, heart arrhythmias. So, you yeah. know, just because it's like an energy drink, yep. that, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy, right? So... Um just following up on our pancreatic cancer point, yeah. it's it's looking like it's more like that 0.1, to okay. 1% to 2%. I'm just looking up on cancer.gov some of the general population statistics. So right. you've got about you know 10 <laughs> to 12 uh, pancreatic cancer incidences among 100,000 people in the general population. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's I saw those numbers too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Good. So that's va- Close val- that loop. Valid point, yeah. uh, Jim. I'll uh, sleep better tonight realizing that even though it's doubled, it's still minuscule. Crack open your coat. <laughs> All right. Take open. a swig. Hey, what sounds great right now? An ice cold Coke. <laughs> sounds great. Right Coke did not sponsor this segment, Wait, clearly. A, or Pepsi. Or, yeah, or any of them. Mr. Pibb. Yeah. They still make Mr. Pibb? Yeah. yeah Dr. Pepper. Yeah. You remember Surge? No. That was like the first energy drink. It was oh, Mountain okay. Dew on crack. I remembered something. I think it was called Buzz Cola. Yeah. I remember yep. that. Um, I, I was it's still RC as a kid. Oh, RC. RC Cola yeah. was. Well, hey, uh, you know, over in the Metro East, you can't forget about ski. Yeah. Ski soda. Absolutely. That's good stuff. So, 
<laughs> coming up on Ion Health. Oh, wait, that's right. All right. Yes. Uh, we've got a bevy of guests that uh, that are going to be coming over the next several weeks, uh, including all of your favorites. Yeah. Mike. Hey, what about this, though? Yeah. What if this was like the first show someone listened to? Wow. Oh, that would be true. bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not all like this. Give us another chance. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week. How about yeah, that? Yeah. Also, stay tuned for On the Money with Bob Stockton. That's right. Lot to talk about pour, this pour week. Pour a big tall soda. That's right. And then listen to Bob Stocktail on the money. It's a good week for the market, by the way. There you go. All right. Stay tuned. Get more at 971talk.com.